in a world full of straight people. Aren't you glad there's Wow Presents Plus, the number one place in the world to see Drag Race? And so much more. Subscribe to Wow Presents Plus. Still only $4.99. Subscribe today as streamed on TV. Well, no, I was thinking because I had listened back to a couple of the episodes and I was so happy with the way it came off. You know, like I say, I was laughing and I was entertained and I, it's also that thing of where it's only now that I'm in my fifties that I'm able to even listen to my voice without cringing. You know, like how we talked previously about going on auditions, you know, as a, or trying to get an audition where you're not playing a gay man because girl, I used to not even be able to hear myself order at McDonald's. I know there was a guy in my high school who was a brilliant organist Remember we talked about pianist Mm -hmm. and satirist? He was an organist, and he had gone off to music school or something, and he used to play for the church choir. And his mother got all of the church ladies to, like, record a message, like, good luck, buddy, you know, (laughs) as you go in there. And every woman, they were recording everybody in the church choir. And when it got to my mom, my mother said some shit like, Hey, buddy, this is Miss Gail. I wish you the best of luck. And don't I sound country? And when she said that, I was like, that is me to a T. It's like, I don't want to sound like a fucking idiot. And I think that was a lot of problem with why I had so many issues with auditions and stuff. Well, I never liked my voice. I always thought I sounded way too girly. Hey, girl. Yeah, me too. When I would answer the phone, people would be like, Tammy. Or when I would order at McDonald's, they'd be like, is that all, ma'am? Ma'am. And so it embarrassed me, like, especially if I had friends in the car. So I kind of, like, hated my own voice. Well, because in the South, my voice was more connotated with the gay. Yeah. Whereas here, people first hear Southern and not gay. Like, you know who Stephen Korf is? He's the EP on on Drag Drag Race. Race. Yes. I don't hear... Well, well, I do now because I know him very well. But when I first met him years and years ago, I asked him, I was like, in the UK, do people say you sound gay? Because you just sound British to me, not gay. Like, he was like, yeah, I sound faggy. And I was like, really? So it kind of taught me moving out here to like love my voice because other people would be like, I love your voice. And I knew that they were being genuine and not yeah yeah not condescending or anything exactly well me and my friend when we were about 15 years old um back in my hometown and i guess we had just gotten cars because we were young but we were filling his car up at the gas station and some old country boy in a big old truck came up and you know really decked out and you know wranglers (laughs) and cowboy hat and (laughs) Had really cool 70s feathered hair, which was kind, but was this was the 80s, so it was kind of out Out of of style. style, And the minute this guy opened up his mouth, it was like a woman's voice came out. And I started kind of, you know, it just was surprising because his presence was, you know, very masculine. And then the voice was, it was just very gay. It was so opposite. And I think it kind of threw my friend off because 
I don't know if he needed help with, with pumping the, I don't know if it was a pill or what, but anyway, my friend goes, um, yes, ma'am. It's okay, ma'am. And the guy goes, ma'am, boy, I'm a man. Oh my gosh. Have you ever seen that movie? It's a documentary called Do I Sound Gay? No. You should watch it. Oh, that's so sweet. I love that. Yeah. Because I've sounded gay my entire life. Mm-hmm. And I've hated every bit of it. Now it doesn't bother me. Well, um, guys, I'm BJ Blake Jacobs, and I'm here with LC <laughs> Love Connie. We need to start talking about the hills. Well, there's no better time than the present. Well, I, I mean, come on. Team Lauren Conrad. Let's make this episode all L.A., all the hills, all fucking porn stars. I want to hear about, like, famous wieners you've seen. First of all, this is the I Feel Love Connie podcast. and if I you smell know, love, Connie. <laughs> I hear her coming from a mile away. I fear love, Connie. I look at my water, my glass of water. Water. My glass of water, and if it's, like, vibrating, I know Connie's on her way. She's loud, honey. Like Jurassic Park, bitch. I think your um, friend Steven reviewed one of my shows where he was comparing me to Carrie. No, it wasn't him. It was someone else. But he called me graceful yet lumbering. (laughs) I love that word, lumbering. That's me. Lumber is expensive nowadays. Like a pterodactyl. He was calling you an elitist. Oh, Oh, God. You have to push the button. I know. If you're ready for me, boy, you gotta push the button and let me know. We were talking about girl groups on our last episode. Do you know what that girl group is? No. From Britain, speaking of faggy British. Uh -uh. Sugar Babes. Oh. Which were the, after the Spice Girls, were kind of like the younger version of the Spice Girls. The way you were singing that, it reminded me of that song, um, it's an 80s song. I want to bebop with you, baby, all night long. Well, can I say something on yeah. that same? That what you sang sounded like that old Shasta Cola commercial. Do you remember that 80s commercial? Uh-uh. Um, Don't give me that so-so soda, the same old cola. I want to, I want to, I want to pop. I want to. Shasta. Like a gag me with a spoon. I want the taste pizzazz. All the good stuff Shasta has. Uh, I, it was the I've best song sh- ever. I know on Roseanne, Darlene always drank Shasta's. Oh, yeah, because it was cheap and trashy. It's by Dan Seals and it's called Bop. Okay, now wait a minute. What were we talking about? Dan Seals. <laughs> Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> That's who should sponsor us. I just love that everything comes back to Chipotle. They should sponsor us. Why don't they? Okay, all kidding aside, how do people even do podcasts? Do they, when you listen to a podcast, if it's something you've never heard, would you go back and start with like episode one? Or do people just pop in at any time? Like, I keep feeling like I have to like well, catch people up. Like, on previous episodes, <laughs> we have, because we talk about at least 70 topics. Last week on I Feel Love Connie. We were just talking about how much we love hearing our voices now, or at least that we're not repulsed by our gay voices. Yeah, we're not self-loathing. Self-loathing homosexual. I think we are all, to a certain extent, 
Well, I mean, I know I loathe you some, sometimes. I'm Not right now. I'm the shit. People don't get me, and I'm single for the rest of my life. But Me too. And you know what? I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it, but you know what? That's why I'm doing this podcast. It's for all my little boyfriends that I should have had that I could have taught gay culture to, to where you would be the smartest, coolest, most educated, you know, kid of the gays <laughs> if you would just spend some time with me and let me pick the movies. Let me pick out the music. You have no voice in anything. If you want to learn culture, <laughs> come sit by me. <clears throat> well, I was listening to some of our uh, episodes of this podcast series that we're doing, and I don't know. They always want to do, you know, a season. you got to do 13 episodes or 10 episodes or whatever. And sometimes you're just like, I don't know what we're doing, but... I've been listening back, and I actually have been enjoying them, and it's nice. And I was thinking, oh, my God, we're a good team. And I started thinking about Howard Stern and not it's not Robin Givens, but what was Robin's last name? Robin Quivers. Robin Quivers. It's similar to Givens because mm-hmm. it's got the V-E-R and then the V-E-N-S. Mm-hmm. You know me. I've always got a name drop story. I have a Robin Givens story. She's, Givens she, or Quivers? Givens. Robin Givens. Who was with Brad Pitt and Tyson. She was with Brad Pitt? Yeah, she dated Brad really? Pitt. Mm-hmm. Wow. Was she on Head of the Class? Head of the Class, yeah. 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 She took my step class. Okay, it was probably it was when I was my teaching career was winding down. It was the Equinox where they would put all of the teachers who had aged out, who were about to get fired because they were like, they don't give a shit. Because, you know, what, at that the club, p- where was it? It was in Century City. It was where the old spa mystique was behind the Century Plaza Hotel across from Westville Shopping Town. And again, I'm joking, but I would always say, yeah, I can't be bothered with keeping a six pack or anything like that anymore. It's like, so yeah, I don't need to teach for the West Hollywood Equinox. Y'all put me out here with the lawyers in Century City. I'm yeah, fine. you still know all the moves. <laughs> and you're like, don't do as I do, do as I say. <laughs> Just like my mama. But nowadays they don't, you know, they don't care. And even back then it was more, it's like, please, come on. It's like you again, you can be fat and teach a dance class. You know what I mean? <laughs> moves are moves and grooves are grooves. Doesn't matter. During the brainstorming, the mini brainstorming sessions that tons and tons of people here at World of Wonder gather to, you know, for topics for this podcast. This podcast? Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about adult stars that you've yes. come across well, or or uh, real celebrities at during your well, career as a... Uh, as a fitness instructor. Exactly. So... Okay, I'm. I don't like to admit this, but like I know that that other series I did for you guys, Manhattan Cable. Uh-huh. Like when you guys pitched that to me, I was like immediately. I'm like, I am here, one hundred percent. I'm here. Another Robin. We were Robin Bird. Bird. Yeah, yeah. Well, just that whole Manhattan Cable. And guys, go to Wild Presents Plus and watch it. Um, I've still never watched it because I. I I'm that way. Yeah. When actors tell you that sometimes they don't watch themselves and things, believe them. They're not all narcissists, okay? This was supposed to be fully, we filmed it all, Love Connie, but then Love Connie said, we have to just make it a podcast because her big toe had gained five pounds or something. (laughs) Okay, Um, I haven't been slapping the table and getting loud 
Have I? No, Daddy, don't. Daddy, chill. Okay. Well, I was walking back from the Ralphs. Now, I don't know if y'all know, but listen to the charmed life that I live in Hollywood. Well, is this about... Yes! Yes! Quit. Now I feel like you're trying to parrot me like... I just want to know about adult performer ding-dongs. I am getting there, Blake, but I want the show to play organic. Well, if you would stop interrupting me. Well, I will, but after I do just have to tell you since you said organic, that that organic ketchup tastes like blood. Well, do you know the difference between ketchup and catsup? What? Do you remember that? Is that a southern thing? Catsup. Spelled C-A-T-S-U-P. Why isn't there a drag queen named Catsup? Like, I'm a kitty cat and sup! Well, all right. Listen, I was coming home from the Ralphs, and I was, you know, I was enjoy. I was in such a good mood that you were filling your oats. I was. I was just in it. Listen, there's a lot to be depressed about post pandemic. I find it very hard to leave the house sometimes, and sometimes people will send over stuff, and I'm like, I don't want to look at myself. I just don't want to do it. I want, and then I do it, and I'm surprised, and I'm like, I'm just so thankful to. You're like, I don't don't want to kill myself today. Exactly. I'm still thinking about it, but not today, Satan. (laughs) Um, But no, I'm just very pleased to be able to have a, what do you call it? A megaphone to, you know, that's the thing about World of Wonder. They're like, we we don't give a fuck. We'll put a microphone in front of your face. (laughs) (laughs) As long as we don't bleed or cry, we'll do it. Exactly. But I was walking home and I was laughing and I was like, oh my God. Blake and I, we are just such a great team. Oh my God, who who are we going to be? Oh, like I've said, Johnny Carson and Edmund. Oh my God, who? Oh, we're going to be the new Howard Stern and Robin Quivers. But I said Robin Givens because you know we want to sex it up in this thing. <laughs> but then I was started laughing because remember when Howard? Because he would film them in the studio, and you could watch it on E. Yeah, and you could watch it on E. Exactly. I think this was on E when I saw it back when E was good before those Kardashians came on. When they used to have like um, oh E True Hollywood Story. Oh my God, that was the best thing ever. Talk Soup. Remember Talk, talk Soup? Talk Soup. Greg Kinnear, a freaking Academy Award. Not even further back in the like. Mid nineties, downtown Julie Brown oh, had peace, on. love, and gossip. Oh, I was—I was, I almost thought peace, love, and hair grease. Wubba wubba wubba, hubba wubba wubba. Well, I, you know, one of my biggest influences is the other Julie Brown, and I—I I would say, Julie Brown. hey, if anybody want, uh, well, Fenton and Randy, when when are we going to do the Julie Brown show? Just with love, Connie, and we'll have Julie Brown on. Okay, so remember the 90s. So I think this is when Howard Stern was really popular, you know, and and he was out there for those that don't remember. But he would always have these porn stars on. And I remember there was this one girl on, and her name was Houston. Now, mind you, this is the late 90s. I know y'all are all into prep and barebacking and, oh, my God, the things that y'all do with y'all's booty holes. These I'm just like, (laughs) oh, my God. I'm like... Guys, work 
work up to that. I'm like, no, they're like, I'm doing it. My debut. Um, Don't slut shame. I'm not slut shaming. I'm just saying these are the times that we're living in where people are like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm just being me and I like doing this. So I'm going to market it and OnlyFans. And I think it's great. Well, as Celine Dion titled her Christmas album, these are special times. (laughs) It is. Well, back in the 90s where we were still in this kind of safe sex, you know, yeah. Um, you know, because it was before things like prep and well, it was before the advancements and well, the yeah. advancements. But we were all really educated. You know yeah. what I mean? We were educated out the ass to speak of asses. But there was this trend in porn films where it would be like the Houston 500, where literally it would be a line of 500, you know, guys that would just come up and just, you know, kind a of gangbang, gangbang this one chick or a train. Yeah. And there was like all different ones. And then the dudes, of course, would all be like some of them would be blindfolded. And you're just like, who are these guys? Where are they from? Well, they didn't want their wives. To well, see I them. know. But that's why I'm just like asking the question, like, who are they? Where or are they their from? preacher. Praise Jesus. It's so well, maybe now they all have OnlyFans and they're all, you know, getting paid and stuff like that. So he had her on the show, Howard Stern, and he kept egging her on like, hey, come on, show your body. Like, come on, let me let me turn around. Let me see your butt or, something. you know, uh, things that you could never get away with today. But he used to do all he the time. He used to do it all the time. Jerk. And the thing is, is he's kind of an ally, isn't he? I mean, he's a yeah. really cool progressive liberal dude well yeah but he, you know, but he was, and he doesn't really do that anymore because he knows he would be canceled but yeah but kind of a misogynist you dude, learn you know, you know dude yeah yeah exactly it's just like hey well not that it was cold that he did it but I, well but he i remember there was this one time where he had this porn star on the show and he got her to turn around and like stick her butt she was wearing jeans you know she was dressed but she was just kind of posing kind of like what Anna Nicole Smith and what they would do to her. And when he had turned around and she was sticking her butt in the camera, someone on his staff kept making fart noises. And they were all laughing, but it pissed the porn star girl off so bad. Like, she shut down. Like, she was angry. Well, it probably, she probably felt like this kind of, like, ruins my brand. I'm supposed to be sexy, (laughs) and you're making me seem like I fart. It is, but then you think, but I'm here to promote me, you know, fucking 500 random guys well, yeah, in but Houston. Houston! But who's going to want to fuck a farter? Well, I mean, but you would think some people are into that, because he had that dude on the show that used to fart all the time, and I love farts. You know, I think that's the essence of love. The punchline is a fart noise. Which, I mean, love, on. Connie, audience, can I just... Um, tell you guys about one time me and my friend steven still gag about this one time we were at the bar at the regal eagle we ran into love connie and love connie said to someone i don't know who it was but she said about their rear end they said she said "Mm, nice turd cutter and we were like i did not say that yeah turd cutter you cutter yeah as like a slang for ass which is hilarious, but gross as fuck. Do you know why turds are tapered? Why? Well, because you don't want your asshole to slam shut. <laughs> Do you know what my Aunt Sue, do you know what jokes she would tell me as a kid all the time around Christmas time? She'd be like, what? <laughs> She'd be like, what is Santa Claus going to get you for Christmas this year? And then I would, you know, list everything. And then she was like, well, you know what Santa Claus is bringing me this year? And I go, what? She goes, 
a new ass because this one has a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> that is so stupid. I love shit like that. Me too. Well, I so I grew up always having a sense of humor, especially about farts, but. It was funny because when I finally moved out to L.A., there was this one time. I feel like I've I've spoken a lot about Ralph's, the Ralph's over on La Brea and Fountain. But I was in that Ralph's. um, The one that's close to Rock and Roll Ralph's, but not. Exactly. Rock and Roll. Yeah. Rock and Roll Ralph's is one that had the COVID out. Remember the. the, Well, I think someone just got shot there. Oh, God. Probably. Well, they also ruined the design of that beautiful building that it used to be in and they ruined it but and i also would like to to put a shout out to ben and jerry's ice cream around the late 90s ben and jerry's was the bomb and they had so many good flavors they still are well but they don't have coconut cream it was like coconut oh my god what was it stop texting and help me it was like coconut cream pie i yogurt and i remember i was looking for it you know you had to like search over there because there are a lot of choices and i noticed next to me was this guy that i knew who did gay porn (laughs) and i just always thought he was just the most gorgeous guy ever we always see porn stars at the gym oh yeah we're at gold's no um as if you ever go to the gym you actually go to the gym i mean i've been on a fitness journey for a little bit (laughs) but since it's been like warmer outside i'd prefer hiking like griffith park oh yeah i'm not doing that i don't like anything that gives you jock itch but in the winter steven i would go to his gym which is the one right over here la fitness at hollywood and highland and oh, he would in the be old like, Galaxy movie theater. He'd be like, that's y'all a go porn there? star. Well, he does. Can y'all get me on y'all's membership? It's like your wife or something. <laughs> I don't uh, want to pay. I worked in the fitness industry for 30 years. I, that's why I'm fat now. Because I cannot bring myself to pay for a gym membership. So if anybody is out there, I am a very positive influence on a gym. I mean, I'm old now and fat. but Is Carve still around? God. I wish I would practically do it. You know what? They should have a version of curves, but for like gay fat people. Hey girl. Do you remember there? I taught at a studio called Swerve, which was at third and Sweetser. Yeah. I think I saw a lot of, uh, what was it called that? Because like Swerve. third and Sweetser. No, it was, well, they had their big, their big class was check this one out for trends. Yoga booty ballet. <laughs> Don't call me that. We started out with yoga, then we did stuff for our booties, and then we ended with some ballet. Like butt plugs? No. Like, <laughs> and that's what women want to do because that's the problem. I don't know Areas. what they women want to do. This Maybe was they before like Kim Kardashian plugs. asses. But I would see a lot of celebrity girls over there. Like Judy Greer would come in there. Love Judy Greer. Fern Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> she actually worked at it, two of my gyms, but we're talking about porn stars, not our favorite icons. I was at Ralph's and I was searching through all of these Ben and Jerry's yogurts or ice creams or whatever they were. And there was this other guy there who was also looking, you know, you kind of want to move out of the way like, you know, I can't find my you know, flavor. And I looked over and it was this gorgeous, gorgeous gay porn star who I love, who I used to always see his ads in the back of frontiers max grand do you remember him 
No, but okay. it sounds kind of familiar. I know. Yes. And I knew his real name, too. And I have searched high and low. I cannot find him. I'm telling you, I feel like it was the love of my life that I let get away. I just adored him. And sometimes- Did you check Blind Connections? Mm, what? On Isn't that Craigslist? the back page of like- No, on Craigslist. Oh, on Craigslist. It would oh, be God. like- Oh, God. It would be like you, you were- You cut a fart on the two bus. Yeah. <laughs> and then exited at Sweetser. I smiled. But you, yeah. I was wearing purple socks. Well, but see, before those days, you would just meet on the street, which is what was great with, about living in New York is because- you know, in L.A., people start basing things on, I'm not going to date you because you drive an old car. You live in a studio. I'm looking to build a life with someone, not pay for someone. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't be with you. I, I don't want to have to take care of you. The transition from New York to L.A., again, it was just so weird dating people. But as far as action, you know, or picking up people random you know it was you know you could always count on a porn star to be somewhere to be cool like the reg, you, your random new york gay mm-hmm. you know who was just always down to fuck on any street corner or whatever but we were going through the ice cream and i remember looking at him and thinking oh my god oh my god it's that guy and he's so fucking do you think he clocked that you knew who he was yes Porn stars always know when they're recognized, you know what I mean? Like, I was literally just, like, smiling from ear to ear. Hi. And I was hot back then, you guys. So I found my coconut cream pie ice cream. I remember he got coconut cream pie, and he got blackberry pie ice cream. We might have acknowledged each other, but then we went and checked out. But then when I walked out into the parking lot, he was literally sitting on the front end of his car, with the ice cream, and he was smiling at me. Like Jake Ryan? Honey, it was totally the end of 16 Candles, and I was Molly fucking Ringwall. Like, I sat there, and then I looked over my shoulder like... Did If You Were Here by Thompson Twins start playing? Because <laughs> I fucking love that song. Oh, my God. It was so good. And I met him, and he, you know, okay, I think we did wind up just... It was a hookup. And oh, you hooked up with them? Yes, like, like, several times, like... I even went on a couple of dates with him. But the thing that I loved is, like, I went on this date with him. Okay, so the first thing is, is, like, when we went out, what I loved about him also was he would choose restaurants where no gay people would go. That's the thing that I love about gay stars, or you know, that are in the public eye or do, you know, sex work or whatever. Well, yeah, you know if you go to food bar. Exactly. It's like, we're not going. So do you know where our first date was? We went to the Spaghetti Warehouse. Do you remember Spaghetti Warehouse on Sunset that they tore down and then they made them rebuild it? And they rebuilt it in a high rise that's... A modern building, but they kept the old. Is it? Oh God, it's so weird. It's not there now. Is yes, it? they rebuilt it. There's a spaghetti warehouse on it's Sunset. not open. Well, when I first moved here, I remember there being the building, but I think it had just closed, and that was in 2007. Okay, well, and the spaghetti warehouse was over there by where they shot it's Mad close to TV, here, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's near Sunset and Gower, but it was on this again. There's a high on rise the north side of the street, on the north right? side of the yeah. street, and it used to be like the Cinerama Dome. It was the only thing on its block, and there was just a huge flat outdoor parking lot. It wasn't like a multi-level parking lot or which underground. you don't see in Hollywood. Well, anymore. thank God because it's ugly. I don't like what they did to the Cinerama Dome, but when it was just the dome and that ugly-ass parking lot that was 
it was gross. <laughs> so when you're driving down on East Sunset, look over when you get to where Emerson College is because yeah. they rebuilt the spaghetti warehouse. They need to bring it back. It needs to open up. It was awesome. Again, it was a place where you went and got spaghetti. There's one in Monrovia, I think. Not okay, too far from I love here. that. Well, we went there with, with him, and then we went at this restaurant on 3rd, and he goes, some friends are meeting us, and I didn't really know them, but I recognize one because I've always kind of been a porn aficionado. When I was a kid, and I would play in the alleyway behind my dad's furniture store, I was always digging in the trash, and I would always find dirty magazines. You know, uh, lucky. That, I know because, well, because down south everybody went to church, and they'd make you feel guilty. So ultimately, people were going to be throwing away their porn unless they were heathens. Praise Jesus! Did I tell you that story about me hiding? Okay, so well, with some of their kids that I was hanging out with, and you know, when you do your first circle jerks or whatever, <laughs> I like uh, grab these two magazines and. We were always looking at, like, you know, straight magazines like Playboy or Hustler. And I was like, ooh, I always liked Hustler because they would have, like, a couple of naked guys in mm-hmm. it. And I'd be like, ooh. So my friends are thinking that I'm looking at the girls. I'm really looking at the guys. And so I had kept two of these porn magazines in the Fleetwood Mac Tusk album because it was a double album. Uh-huh. But, of course, one day my nosy-ass mother, who was, you know, she was a clean freak like Joan Crawford. you like, Helga! When you clean the floor, you've got to move the tree. Remember that first scene yeah. in Mommy Dearest where she pulls that tree and it's like, you see this fucking dirt under here? With the face mask. Yes, and I'm kind of with Joan. I'm like, bitch, I am paying you to clean everything. All right. So I'm in the recliner, like, watching Young and the Restless. Hey, girl. And I kind of catch my mother coming out of the corner of my eye and tears are streaming down her face and she is holding out these two porno mags and I look at her and she's kind of towering over me and she goes I raised you better than this and it was like to this day that has got to be the most uncomfortable like you were the youngest of six girls. Obviously, somebody was fucking in the farmhouse. Right. Because, I mean, like, a four-room farmhouse, you know, in the Depression era. So, obviously, y'all had to be hearing stuff, unless y'all were real quiet and nobody in my family. Obviously, y'all listen to this podcast. Y'all know I'm loud as fuck. Well, I'm from a family of exhaust pipes. But I mean, were your were your parents or your were you did they ever like find porn in your room or anything or I had a porn tape go missing and I still have no idea where it went, <laughs> but I don't know. Nobody told me, so I guess an elf picked it up. I tried to store my Dorothy Stratton Playboy collection in the closet <laughs> the summer of my freshman year. Mm-hmm. I because when I had finally gotten away from home, you know, my first year of college, I started buying more porn, mm-hmm. but more like like again Playboy's because I was like, oh, I'm obsessed with Dorothy Stratton, Star Eighty, right. Death of a Playmate, <laughs> and they were expensive because she had been murdered, you know, by her right. husband, and um, I at the as we were packing up to go back home for summer, I was like. 
hey, uh, to my, what do you call it, the RA? Remember the RA mm-hmm. in college? I was like, can I, I'm coming back next fall. Can I just store these over? When I got there that s- fall of my sophomore year, someone had opened up my box and had stolen all of the porno mags. And I kept going, oh, I wonder which, you know, which theologist major ripped all off right. my porn. But it was just, you know, I was always trying to get away with stuff. But, you know, I, my poor mom, I, I, you know, I should cut her some slack because I have to tell you, there was this one time when we were in seventh grade and did you play in high school band? Yeah. What instrument? Saxophone. Oh, saxophone. I was a woodwind too. I was clarinet, Mm -hmm. which that's also funny to me because clarinet is the one instrument you play in high school band that looks like you're sucking dick. (laughs) You ever think about that? Yeah. All right. Um, But we were in the band, and the funny thing about our high school band room is there was a band office, and in the office was this telephone, and there was like it was like a private line. You know what I mean? It Uh it didn't show up, and back then, you know, there was no star sixty nine or caller ID. You know, so whatever, but. We were bad kids, and I think we also had kind of a band director, and this would have been seventh grade, band director that really couldn't get control of us. And, you know, once kids that age realize they can get one over on you, they just start taking over. You little jerk. And, I mean, it was like literally like crazy some days. I remember one time we were throwing around the garbage can lid like a Frisbee Mm -hmm. and it accidentally hit a friend of mine in the jaw. (laughs) But me and these other two girls, and I'm going to quit naming people because I don't think you're supposed to name people unless they're public. Is that true? Public personas? Probably. Well, anyway, me and these two girls, we started um, just randomly opening up the local phone book and we'd pick a name and we would start calling them. Mm -hmm. But we were pretending to be like, (laughs) like... (laughs) like hi this is pizza slut (laughs) my friend my first friend used worked at pizza hut and she called it the pizza slut (laughs) all the time and i love that shit Um, so did y'all get in trouble we got in huge trouble because one of the girls and if i tell her okay i want to i have to name her because her name sounds like the greatest porn star you've never heard of her name should i her name was cherry wolf isn't that the best Mm -hmm. anyway she uh was talking to this one guy i was calling this old lady her name was oc hotfield i just thought that was a funny Uh name um that's a good drag name and Cherry decided she was talking to some boy when we were crank calling, and she gave out the phone number. So this guy called up and found out it was at the school, you know. Right. And he goes, I need to let y'all know that there are these kids playing on the phone. And the three of us got called in. But, of course, I was like, oh, you are now officially outed as a little queer. Uh You little queer. Now everyone's. And I was calling this one woman who went, I don't know. She, Oh, God. I was calling her a white-haired whore. She might have gone to our church. And and then I was sent out in the hall, but I could see my mother pulling up in the car Ooh. to pick me up for school. And she was just sitting there, and I was peeking around the corner. And my guilt, my guilt, that good old Southern Baptist guilt, had overcome me that I thought they had called her and told her everything by that time and i started walking and then it was like i was running towards the car and by the time i even got to the car 
I had a full, complete meltdown again. The other two girls, they were chilling in the, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. going through files, being nosy little hoes. Like, it gagged me with a spoon. And I was, oh my God, I was acting like a whore on the phone. Get in this car. Well, um, but let me wait. Did I ever finish the porn star story on 3rd Street at the restaurant? I don't know. Okay. You know, so I had gone out with this guy, uh, you know, who had, you know, a career in porn. And we're meeting his friends. And we're at this dinner table at this restaurant on 3rd. And the guy has a drink, like a Coca-Cola with a straw in it. And his friend takes his, his Coca-Cola and takes a sip at him. And this queen pitches a fit. He's like, oh, like, how dare you? I cannot believe it. Now I'm going to just need a new Coke. And I remember looking over at him, and I'm like, wait. I was like, you guys will eat each other's assholes on film, right. but you can't drink after your straw at a restaurant on 3rd. Well, cooties. Which it always reminded me. It'd be like, okay, hi, right. So you and your boyfriend are in a committed relationship. Right. So that means you can suck off anybody at the gym, but you can't hold their hand in public. You know, it's like these, like, gay people are very, very funny, you know, when it comes to that. Um, So...